0: Well good day everybody. How's everybody doing today? Welcome to another edition of the Sunday Night Sports Guys. My name is Troy Nickerson aka the Dukester, and we are on the air again. Trouble in Leafland these days. The Toronto Maple Leafs uh, after learning that the salary cap was not going to be as high as initially anticipated uh, have some concerns on their hands and so I like to dub today's title socialism in sports and uh, we all understand for the most part what socialism is. Socialism is about spreading the wealth for everybody. Let's bring the the higher earners down to meet the middle class and the poor or let's bring the higher the higher class and the lower class and kind of meet everybody in the middle and everybody makes the same. This is essentially what salary cap does in sports. And to all of you, especially some of you Toronto fans that I know who always complain about athletes and the amount of money they make and that they make too much, here is your reward. This is what your salary cap does it creates the, well, it's the allure of socialism in your sport. Because now here you are sitting. With your, your ace player, your top guy, the guy that everybody, if they had a choice of all the players on your roster, and you have some good players, you have Austin Matthews, you have uh, Tavares that you signed, you have some good players, but the guy that everybody wants kept in Toronto is one Mitch Marner, and now Mitch Marner is what's called an RFA, he's a restricted free agent. And this is a young man who is going to command high dollar. And he deserves high dollar. Um, I'm a Boston Bruins fan. Uh, Could care less really what happens in Toronto. Doesn't affect me. Well, shouldn't say that directly, I guess. Uh, You know, what they do do does uh, have an effect on the Bruins. But you can't control those things, right? Mitch Marner is a hell of a hockey player. Mitch Marner is somebody that the Boston Bruins should look at perhaps trying to poach, because that's what Kevin uh, Kyle Dubas, the general manager of the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs, kind of cites in a report written by, let me just see, I have the report up in front of me, Joshua Clipperton of the Canadian Press posted today uh, or last night, and he's concerned. Kyle Dubas is concerned. Now here's the thing should Marner sign a contract in excess of 10.5 million US annually uh the Toronto Maple Leafs would be in the recipient of four first round picks now the question you have to ask yourself if you're another team is is Mitch Marner worth four first round draft picks so it depends on where you sit in the in the hierarchy of the of the National Hockey League i think the Boston Bruins should make a play for Mitch Marner and I would play for Mitch Marner, and I would trade Dave, David Pasternak. I truly would. After watching Pasternak in the playoffs, uh, mediocre playoffs, I don't know if he's tough enough for the playoffs moving forward. We do know Mitch Marner is. A good Canadian, good old Canadian boy, as uh, Don Cherry likes to say, and uh, my good friend Michael Link likes to always point out, but Canadian hockey players, uh, Mitch Marner as a Boston Bruin, would be amazing. And I, I have to, would have to really check to see what the deal is on that. Because I think if you sign Marner, you could unload Pasternak. His contract is a lot more friendly. I don't think there would be any, uh, any problem of takers there. So essentially, you would probably be exchanging you know, six mil a year, is it he gets six or seven uh, in exchange for four mil would be the offsetting difference of what you're paying so to me it, it's it's a bit of a a, a no-brainer that uh, or you'd be taking on an extra four million i suppose let me correct myself four or five million which is okay because i do have some room now the brewers do have some other uh things they have to look at in terms of charlie mcavoy moving forward uh but then again you might be able to move to tory krug uh to free up some money on the defensive end of course i like krug a lot but uh you know everybody can't stay and when you want a a, a gunslinger, uh, you know, a sharpshooter like Mitch Marner, then you're going to have to give things up. But it takes us back to the whole thing of the friggin' salary caps and how it really hamstrung hamstrings people. And I've never bought into. Once upon a time, I did. I was, you know, kind of went back and forth a bit, wishy washy. But you know what? I've come to learn that uh, you know, true capitalism is the ultimate way to live. Life. It's fair for everybody. Everybody has the same chance. The rules are the same for everybody. We're talking about legit capitalism. We're not talking about capitalism of where you know bailouts and all this kind of thing are, are happening at the expense of the taxpayer. I don't believe in that. I believe that you know, you open a store, I open a store, right, mano a mano. And if you can, if you can uh, run your business more efficient than I am, and you drive me out. That's capitalism. That's free market right there. And so in the NHL, we no longer have that. And here's the big thing about friggin' salary caps. It's one thing that they have a cap. It's another thing that a lot of these teams will not even make the effort to try to meet the cap. And I can understand players' concerns there as well. Like it should be mandatory that you have to be within $5 million of the salary cap. That is the least you can go. There should be no, you know, the the floor. They have a floor and they have a ceiling, right? That floor is is ridiculous. It, it really is. To the point where, where was it? A few years ago, the New York Islanders took on uh Tim Thomas for X amount of dollars so they could meet the floor. Not even get over it. it was to just get over the floor. Limit. This is what's annoying about salary caps, right? And the way they're negotiated. If I'm a, you know, the players... They should really be sticking to their guns and saying, "Okay, if we're going cap wise, um, here's the floor within five million. Because a lot of these teams are just, you know, they're taking the money and running. And, uh, you know, it's really showed up a slew of uh, shortcomings for, you know, the National Hockey League. Their salary cap is just it's just not it's the worst one of the major four. Very little flexibility. Uh, You know, Major League Baseball has the luxury tax. Which is, you know, I think ideal. Because if you're willing to go over the tax, you're going to get penalized. Now, Some people might say, well, it still doesn't stop teams like the New York Yankees and the Boston Red Sox and the Los Angeles Dodgers from doing what they're doing. Nope. They're spending the money, right? But we have learned that winning a championship every year is not dependent on how much money you spend. It's how you invest your money. It's how you spend your money properly. They're spending money and then they're spending money, right? And so the Red Sox for years, you know, they spent their money wisely. They they drafted very well. Of course, in recent years, uh s- seems like since the Theo Epstein uh era has ended in Boston, uh the, you know, the farm system of the Red Sox hasn't been as good. They now they no longer have one of the top farm systems in in baseball. They're probably in the bottom half. But again, going back to the NHL and the Toronto Maple Leaf situation, that's gonna. That is. That's that's a huge, huge deal, and again, you can't help but think: Should they have stuck to their guns and not sign Willie Nylander? Like, I don't get that one. I do not. I do not see how they thought. Like, they were not better off. The Toronto Maple Leafs were no better off after signing Nylander Yes, uh, this past uh, this past spring, letting it go as long as they did. Um, I don't know. Now, maybe he proves us wrong. Maybe the kid regroups. You know, obviously, if Marner is gone and Toronto doesn't sign him, the pressure on Nylander in Toronto will be immense. Immense. Because Marner is, in many Leaf fans' opinions, the, the face of the franchise. Not Austin Matthews, not John Tavares, Mitch Marner is the face of the Toronto Maple Leafs. And I'll tell you, you know, the NHL or Rogers, whoever did those commercials uh, with Marner and uh, uh, Austin Matthews during the playoffs, especially in Toronto's first round with Boston, excellent commercials. Really, you know, put uh, Marner in a very nice light. You can't help but like the kid, right? He's a very likable person, uh, great performer, digs hard, grinds his nose, typical Canadian hockey player, Right. A lot of flash, but done with with humbleness. You can tell he's a kid that plays with humility, and so now you have Toronto in a heap of wondering what in the world is going to happen. I mean, if you're a Leafs fan, you must be just the next couple of weeks just wondering what in the world is going to happen, and uh, you know, with the draft coming up, they also have who else? Can't believe we're off on a Toronto Maple Leaf rant here, Toronto. You know, sport story. But hey, Toronto, you've been a long time, so I guess you do deserve some press along the way. Uh, other two forwards they have is uh, Kasperi Kapanen and Andreas Johnson. Uh, Johnson are both free agents by at, uh, July 1st, and they too would come along with, you know, compensation. And so if you're the Leafs, you have to start looking at, you know, how, how much, how far can you go with the whole, uh, you know, Mitch Marner thing, right? and i know as leaf fans you truly want him back i understand it i don't blame you i would want him back too but uh the, the reality is for dubas to finally be coming out and talking about it and i don't know if you've caught that article or not i will post the article uh on our sport on our sunday night sports guys page facebook page and you can kind of read it there to get the clip of it if you haven't read anything or heard anything on this uh already you know dubas called getting Marner signed priority one back in April uh, after Toronto was eliminated by the Bruins. And that was pretty much it. A whole lot more wasn't talked about. I mean, the kid's 22 years old. Career best, 94 points this past season, 68 assist, and uh, career high in goals with 26. I mean, this is a kid, this is a hockey player any team would want. And, uh, you know, I'm pretty sure teams that are sitting out there who feel they're on the cusp of of being a strong contender, will not mind sacrificing those four first-round picks. But what would that do to Toronto? Does that put Toronto back in a rebuild? Are you kind of... I don't think you're in a rebuild. I don't know if you can call it a rebuild with guys like Matthews and, uh, uh, you know, Tavares kicking around now. But uh, it certainly sets you back a little bit. You know, contender status, unless you're able to turn those picks and, you know turn them over for some defensive help, which you're going to need. You know, the Toronto defense is is par at best. And now losing, you know, Gardner, who took a lot of criticism in Toronto, rightfully so in a lot of ways. But I don't think he was as bad as, you know, the press and fans were making him out to be. I think his game kind of got, you know, a bit, you know, belittled more than it needed to be. And we do that as sports fans. Believe me, I know. I'm very critical of myself with my teams and things like that. But, you know, end of the day, when you step back and really look at sometimes the play of a person, you, you'll you realize that that's all you picked up on. You only picked up on the bad things and didn't give credit for some of the good stuff he did. So I don't think uh, Jake Gardner is going to have a hard time uh, getting a job in the, in the National Hockey League. Um, you know, another option that the Boston Bruins may look at. A lot of teams who are in need of defensive help are going to take a look at Jake Gardner. And it would not surprise me. If the Edmonton Oilers don't get involved on uh, that train as well, so I mean Toronto, you know you got Austin Matthews, five years, fifty eight point seven point one million, you know Tavares more than twenty two point five million combined next season and beyond. Nylander's cap hit is close to seven million. Man, oh man, oh man, and you haven't even begun to to, to you know address your your defense situation, right? <clears throat> and so you know, Dubas is up against the up against it as to whether he can get this done. And man says if the AAV of Marner's contract falls in the range of Tavares and Matthews, the Leafs will be paying four forwards in the neighborhood of forty million per season. Four forwards, and you got forty million left to spend because uh, I think it's around eighty million the cap hit a uh, cap this year. So you know that's not good, and so it says Toronto already has 68 million committed to 17 player roster players, 68 mil for 2019 season. The salary cap limit for the coming year is expected to be announced Saturday, with the number falling anywhere between 81 and 83. They're they're looking at more 81, uh, a two million shortfall, which is huge. Two million more for Toronto would have been uh, humongous. And so, you know, it's going to be interesting, interesting times if you're a Leaf fan, but you know what? Those of you who kept crying about cap, salary cap, all because you're jealous because athletes make money, you know what? They should make money. They entertain, they entertain you, they entertain me. And we want to complain about the money they make. Who complains about the amount of money people make? I did once upon a time until I woke out of my stupor and realized, "Heck, would I want my income being having a ceiling to it? Hell no. You want your friggin', you, want, you want the ability of your skill set, whatever that might be, or your willingness to work, uh, to be adequately compensated, right? And so it just takes you back to the whole thing of socialism and, and uh, restricting. And, and guess what? This is your reward, Toronto. This is your reward, sports fans, who want to see this kind of nonsense instilled in sports. Allow somebody to make what they can make. Again, the uh, uh, Major League Baseball, I feel, has the best one in place because it's a luxury tax. And I think the, they did have a luxury tax at one point in the NHL. But you know what? The owners weighed out the players and, uh, and the fans, and they won. And the only way you're ever going to get that back is you're going to have to be prepared to set out two seasons before you know making any kind of impact like that. And really, if, if the NHL went two seasons, I think if the NHL goes again without a season, they're really going to hurt themselves. Won't hurt themselves in Canada because hockey's king, and uh, people will show up uh, to watch that. And whatnot. So anyway, short uh, podcast for today. Just wanted to kind of touch on that. The draft is coming up. The NHL draft uh, also is coming up, I believe, this weekend as well. And so it'll be interesting to see that. I really didn't uh, get an opportunity to look too much into the draft. I uh, can't say even when I was, you know, diehard hockey fan that that wasn't something I followed too, too much other than the big names that are in play. Jack Hughes apparently is the big big dog this year. And a kid from uh, from Finland. Kiku or Kaku or Kuku. Kapanen or Kape. I don't know. One of them names. KK. We'll call him KK. All right. 2K. And uh, so anyway. Thank you so very much for listening to this edition of the Sunday Night Sports Guys. You can contact us at sundaynightsportsguys at gmail.com com with any questions or inquiries, and uh, you know what? Please share uh, share the the podcast with other people. We're in the beginning stages of this thing. We're learning as we go along, uh, format and content and that kind of thing to try to make it better. Hopefully, in the near future, we're going to start being able to have some guests. May have to do a few test runs with some people just to see how it's going to play itself off and uh, see how that all works out but we are aspiring to improve our product and uh, we appreciate all of you who are taking the time to listen so everybody has themselves a great friday we will see you again on monday sunday night sports guy show coming up this coming sunday at 5 p.m mountain time make the adjustment for your time zone everybody have yourselves a great day and we'll talk to you again soon bye for now